0: Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hello, hello, my friends. What is up? It's your host, Kate Warman here. And you're in for a treat today because I love the topic that we are addressing on today's episode. I love it so much also because this specifically happened to me. And so I'm going to be really candid on this episode. I don't really have that many notes for today and we're just going to go for it, y'all. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know, It is your final few days to sign up for the Heart of Dating Conference 2022. Y'all, this is our biggest event of the year. We are going to be doing it both in Orlando, Florida at LifeBridge Church with Luke Lazon, and then we are also going to be doing it online virtually. And for the first time ever, we have an incredible app called Whova, which we are utilizing to connect people from around the world. Actually, the app is already popping, y'all. We have thousands of people on. They're already messaging, creating meetups. There's like meetups for the Avengers. There's meetups and groups for loving gaming, for different parts of the country, for all sorts of things. And it's so much fun. I love seeing it. So not only is this conference going to be an incredible experience for you to really glean new wisdom and tools in this weird, ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian from some of the top speakers in the nation, but also it's going to be an opportunity for you to meet your best friend, to meet somebody who is in a similar boat as you, to make you feel not alone, to gain community. And who knows, maybe you'll even meet somebody who you might be interested in going on a date with. There's definitely going to be tons of incredible eligible singles at the Heart of Dating Conference 2022. And I really want to encourage you to come. Do not miss out on this event people from our past events have truly said that it's changed their lives. In fact, I was just reading a testimonial recently of an amazing woman who watched Dr. Henry Cloud's session from last year, and then she started practicing what he taught her in that session, and she started dating in a brand new way. And the day after the conference, she got online, met somebody, and she is now engaged to that person and getting married to them, I think, like in this next month, which is so Incredible. There's so many testimonials of that, not just of people getting to know one another, but of people getting to meet their best friends from around the country and around the world. If you are always saying that there are no good Christians out there, you need to come to this event, okay? We're going to be talking about things such as soul ties. We're going to be talking about flirting. We're going to be talking about putting yourself out there. We're going to be talking about are you emotionally available and really ready to date? We're going to be talking about debunking this idea of type. We're going to be talking about single and finances and all the money stuff because we need to know that as a single. We're going to be talking about physical boundaries and attraction. We're going to be talking to how to talk to a man and how to talk to a woman and how to be the energetics of dating. There's so many incredible things we're talking about with amazing speakers, and I really do not want you to miss out. So go to HODC2022.com to get your ticket. By the way, if you're not available this weekend at the conference, like get your ticket anyway. Be involved in all the things we're doing on Whova. And guess what? You also have access to all the content for three months. So even if you can't spend the whole day with us on Saturday and Sunday, still buy a ticket, access the community, and get equipped by these incredible speakers with content that you can watch for the next three months. All right. So, I'm gonna play a question from the incredible Brooke. She asked a really great and vulnerable question that I'm going to address on today's episode. So, let's hear a question. Hi, Kate.
1: This is Brooke. Thank you so much for opening up this platform to answer our questions. And we love you. So, my question is I am more on the side of protecting my heart when it comes to dating. Just because I've been like, not burned, but had pretty bad experiences with dating before. So when it comes to the first date, I tend to search for like a feeling or a spark or like something there that's different. And if I don't feel it on the first date, I usually just end it there and I don't go on a second date. So most times I don't go on a second date. Would you say that this is bad? Because all of my friends are saying, like, you're not giving them a chance to show you their true selves, their, like, not uncomfortable, awkward selves. I am like, okay, if I don't feel it, if I'm not curious about them, the way that you like to put it, if I'm not curious about them after the first date, and I've, like, found out enough about them to know that I'm not interested, then it's not worth it to go on a second. What do you think? Okay. I
0: love this question, Brooke. Thank you for asking this question because I think a lot of people are thinking this, but maybe they're not saying it. Maybe they're not admitting it. Okay. If you do not feel a spark on a first date, should you end it there and not go on a second date? First, I want to talk about sparks. Sparks really also to me say chemistry. So we're also talking not just about the spark. We're talking about chemistry here. That's what's underneath it, right? Here's the thing, you guys. Instant chemistry can feel awesome, but oftentimes it is not an indicator of long time filling relational health and true relational commitment, okay? You can have chemistry with a lot of different people. Get this, right? So not only can you have chemistry with the person whom you may end up marrying, But what happens later in life if you end up marrying somebody and you have chemistry with somebody you meet? Because this is a real thing. You have chemistry with people. There's an energetics to the way we show up and the way somebody else is showing up. And sometimes those energetic energies attract. Like attracts like. Sometimes we find someone with a similar energy and it feels like we have chemistry. But does that necessarily mean we should act on that chemistry? Does that mean necessarily that that chemistry is a good thing? And when you're married, I sure as heck hope that it is not something that you care about at that moment. So this is something we really need to think about. Chemistry can happen, but it does not often and always mean that it is an indicator of a long time filling, healthy, committed relationship. Now, it feels good. Certainly, it feels good to have a spark and have all that chemistry. Man, it feel, that is what we see in all the rom-coms. But Hollywood lied, y'all, because that is not the thing that is going to take you through your relationship. Having that spark in chemistry is going to die fast in often cases if there isn't other things to back it up. I always say this, or I've started saying it in recent years, start fast and fast. Start slow and long. Meaning I actually prefer less of a instant spark in chemistry, but I rather prefer a slow burn, something that kindles, something that is lasting, kind of like a fire. A true fire starts kindling, right? You start the fire and you add, you have to get it right. You know, you have to add different logs. I don't know how to make a fire, but you know, imagine me, stick with me you add different logs and you have to kindle the fire and you have to pay attention to it and see what it needs. And through time with kindling this fire, this fire is going to burn and it's going to burn really bright and really wonderfully. But what is not good and not containable is a fire that burns like wildfire, right? Because eventually if chemistry is not contained and isn't healthy and isn't healthily contained, it could eventually burn your whole house down. And that can often happen. Chemistry can also lead to infatuation, which Dr. Gary Thomas says that infatuation has a shelf life of about 12 to 18 months. I believe that's what he says. It has a very short shelf life. And infatuation feels good. It makes you feel all the feels, but it is not going to last. Same thing with instant chemistry or an instant spark. Now, I'm saying all this from a lot of experience because I used to go off chemistry. I used to go off that instant spark, and I felt for a lot of guys that way. I attached really quickly to men. And in fact, through the instant spark is how I ended up in a toxic relationship because the toxic abuser man that I was dating, wow, we had a lot of chemistry, instant chemistry. It was electric. It was so amazing. I was on top of the world. And eventually... I didn't even see what was happening behind the scenes that I was, I was drinking so much of this spark-filled, chemistry-filled water that I missed the warning signs. I missed the red flags. I missed the horrible processes that were happening right under my eyes. I missed really calling out the horrible things that he was saying and doing to me. But I was so bought into the fact that we have so much chemistry. There's never going to be chemistry like the chemistry he and I have. And guess what? I stuck in that relationship for two and a half years, unfortunately. So chemistry isn't always a good thing. Chemistry can lie, y'all. Chemistry can lie. And for some people chemistry can sometimes be an indicator that you are trying to recreate some sort of unhealthy pattern or past relationship dynamic. So a lot of times for me, if I hadn't healed properly from that toxic relationship, it would have been really easy to jump to the next relationship and base it again on a spark in chemistry. If I hadn't properly healed and diagnosed what was really going on in that abusive relationship, I would have been attracted yet again to the chemistry and to the spark. And sometimes it doesn't even mean that you have to have previous data experience to be recreating these same patterns. You could be creating these patterns because of things missing in your childhood or things that happened in your childhood. big highs and low lows. But it doesn't matter about the low lows if there are all these really big electric highs, right? But I think what is more lasting is a steady slow burn, a steady relationship. So outside of chemistry and outside of needing a spark, you guys, you need shared goals. You need shared faith. You need a commitment to do the work together. You need some sort of shared values. And figuring all this out takes time where a spark is instant and can easily fall away. Figuring that important stuff out takes time. A spark is instant and easily fades away. Now, chemistry does have a place in dating. It's important in some capacity, right? Because you want to enjoy and have this fun connection with the person that you're hopefully going to spend your life with if you're seriously dating somebody. You can have chemistry, like I said, with so many different people. So think about your friends. You probably have chemistry in a way with your friends. Chemistry isn't just a romantic thing. You can have chemistry with a business partner, with thing, people you work with, with your friends. There's chemistry in different areas. And so your friends with your friends because they bring something to your life. You enjoy connecting with them. There's probably a chemistry you guys have together. So that chemistry is important in your friendship, but chemistry, it's not first place. It's not second place. It's not third place. It's probably not even fourth place. It is not the most important thing. Now, I want to quickly bring in a clip from my friend J.P. Pakluda from episode 115 that we did in 2021, where we actually talked about the X factor. And specifically, I reveal an experience in this episode that I went through with somebody I dated who told me that I didn't have the X factor and or that they didn't have a spark with me. So I'm going to share that clip with you right now and then we're going to process it together. I want to also ask you about something else. So, and this is personal, but I I was like, I'm bringing this up with JP because we're friends over here. Uh, I had a guy tell me that he had to end it because he met another girl with an X factor and he realized that I just did not have it. So um, what do you think about this whole X factor thing? It kind of goes in line with the one slash infatuation spark kind of talk. But yeah, I want to know your thoughts on the quote unquote X factor.
2: Yeah. The chemistry. Yes, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and yeah, well, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to call him some names, I know. but, uh, I, I just, I think this, Kate, it starts with, we don't know what we're looking for and there's nothing in this world that we look for. Like we do a person and to spend the rest of our life with, like when we go to the grocery store and like Monica sends me to the grocery store looking for milk. Like she gives me a specific, she says, Hey, I want you to get the blue label, blue cap, 2%, one gallon, uh, organic milk. That's this brand. And when, and when I find that when I'm going through the milk aisle and I'm comparing my list to the list that she gave me, I'm um, and I see the description that matches the description that she told me to look for. I don't stand in front of the milk and think, well, how do I feel like, do me and the milk have chemistry? Like what's going on? <laughs> I, I commit to the one that I'm looking for. Cause I'm like, i there's a celebration. I found it. Yes. I, I, I can look at the list and identify that I found what I was looking for. That piece is, is missing in, in a lot of dating today. The number one thing we're looking for is a feeling. And what you don't realize is whoever you marry, That there will be a day where you wake up, you don't have that feeling. And I'm not saying that it's gone permanently. I'm just saying the feeling comes and goes. At some point, there has to be a commitment that carries you through that. And so let's just talk about this guy. We'll call him John Doe. And so maybe (laughs) John Doe finds, finds Jane Doe with the X factor. So Jane, X factor, Doe, right? So they found each other and now he has that X factor. He has that chemistry. But what does he do when he wakes up one day and it's like, oh, all of a sudden, like the chemistry's gone. I don't feel it anymore. Like, so at that point, did he say, okay, well, now I need to find another Jane. Uh, I need to find someone else. And I think that's the danger. Like when people say, well, I've fallen in love and I'm marrying you because I've fallen in love with you. And then they they want a divorce when they've fallen out of love. There has to be something else that we're looking for. And I want to be careful. Because I'm not saying that chemistry doesn't have a place. I'm just saying that it's not first place. It's also not second place, third place, or fourth place. It's, you know, somewhere after fourth place, that's where chemistry falls. What's first place? So they say, well, great, JP. So what's first place? First place, do they love the Lord their God with other heart, soul, mind, and strength? I'm just going to tell you, as someone who had a disastrous marriage, I mean, year two, we wanted to end it that if you have that, they're following God and I'm following God rock there. Like if that's, that piece is there, it will cover a multitude of sins. Like it really will make up for a lot of other things. And then beyond that, you know, are you, are you going the same direction? Do you complement each other? Well, Do, do you each have commitment? Like these are all things more important than chemistry. And then somewhere after those things, it's like, well, and do we have fun together? And that's awesome. Like, yes. Man, that you don't you don't need to be a martyr. You don't need to marry someone that you don't enjoy, but uh, but also the fact that you enjoy them shouldn't be ultimate on the list.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, this is. I'll tell you what. When he said you, oh, first of all, also just the side note, having someone tell you, you know, this girl that I randomly met has an X factor that you just never had. I was like, wow. <laughs> First you know of what all, you should say? knife to the heart. That's like, okay. Takes- no,
2: like seriously, you know what you should say to him. <laughs> you should look him deep in his soul, like peer into his <laughs> eyes and his soul and say, thank you for rejecting me.
0: Yes!
2: Oh and, my and, and and now I'm going to write a, a best-selling book in your honor <laughs> yes. because you're a moron.
0: There was a small, you know, minor temptation to send him my book with a letter, um, just to sign up, but I didn't do it. Um, but yes. So I actually did challenge him when he said this, I was like, okay. Uh, I, and I said, what do you think God thinks about the X factor? <laughs> and he, yeah. And he was like, That's a good question. Like he didn't know how to answer it. And I I don't want to just like poke fun at him all day long. He's not a terrible person. But this moment was like a laughable thing for me because I was like, man, I really didn't know that you were so into this whole X Factor thing. And that is that's a problem. And also just a problem that we are seriously dating. And the first sign of somebody with some sort of X factor, you are like your attention is flying away like the wind. And like that's not safe and stable and secure. And I know that that is not just the, like this situation, I bring it up because that happens so often. Uh, this X factor thing also, I would say can be known as like, the, you know, a spark. Um, some people are like the X factor is like the the ultimate, but then you know, a spark is whatever, and people use that terminology. But here is what I think, JP. I actually think what you are saying is so important. Looking for those qualities that you just said, and I honestly do believe because I've been in relationships both ways. I've been in relationships where you know, in the beginning, wow, we just like connect. I feel like I know this person. We just, it's so obvious that we get together well. Oh my gosh, like all of that, and it feels just. Nasty. around them. And we have this quote unquote spark, you know, but then I've also been with people where, but then obviously I'm not married. Those things didn't work out. On the other side, I've also been with people where at the beginning, I didn't have that quote unquote instant friendship with them, but they had amazing character qualities. And over time by learning more about them and seeing the fruits of the spirit and things in their life, I mean, my connection grew with them and that's what I call a slow burn. So what are your thoughts on that and the spark versus the slow burn? these are just terms people use. so I love to get your insight there.
2: Yeah, so I, I kind of talk about my own marriage. so we we got married, we dated, we weren't Christians, we became Christians. we got married as Christians, year one was the honeymoon. like year one it was just like, man, let's go eat at a bunch of restaurants, you know go to see all the movies, you know, date every night. I mean it was that that was year one. And then year two, like the wheels fell off. It was just like, man, I don't, okay. Like all I've done is trained for divorce because I would date somebody until I didn't feel the feelings for them anymore. And then mm-hmm. we would break up. And so n- all I know is is like I've trained for divorce. That's the way we date today. I think we do it all wrong. And so then I, you know, I went out. Like, I, I'm like, what am I doing here? I feel so stuck. I, I don't know if I love you anymore. I don't have all those feelings, you know, this and that. But at that point, community, the church, like others help carry me through remind me of my vows help me honor the commitment and what we find pushing through that moment of lacking those feelings and the commitment carrying us forward is something even more beautiful than when you feel that puppy love when the guy texts you and you're so excited and you you have a reason to live and to get out of bed and you just kind of walk around with this smirk on your face cuz you you know you you have your person right The thing on the other side of those feelings fading is even more beautiful. And so if that's what we're calling the slow burn, like I'm all for it. I'm just saying like at some point there has to be this this safetiness in the relationship that is, man, we're committed to each other regardless of how we feel like we're, we're we're I'm I'm here to to serve you and to care for you and and protect you and to protect what we have and to pursue Jesus together amongst believers that's really what marriage is, is is a partnership in ministry like when somebody's like what am i looking for i would say you're looking for a partner in ministry more than any single person wants to admit marriage is somewhat pragmatic like you're you're looking for a partner like someone to help you in life you know and so it's like what is what skills do I lack that a guy will be able to help me with or what skills do I lack that a girl will be able to help me with and compliment me in this yeah. in this race called life?
0: Okay. Incredible clip, right? I want to just recap a few things that JP said. First place, do they love the Lord their God? Do they have a shared faith value with you? Second place, are you moving in the same direction? Do you guys compliment one another well? how are you going to serve God together? Are you moving in the same direction? Chemistry doesn't matter for how you're moving in the same direction. Chemistry doesn't matter for if you they love the Lord and you guys are on the same page there. Now let's talk about third place. Third place is, are you committed to do the work? You could have a lot of chemistry and a lot of feel-good moments, but you could be with someone who's not willing to do the work. And your relationship is struggling. It's constantly pulling teeth because you guys are not willing to do the work. I really want to encourage you that if you relate to Brooke, if you feel that you need to have a spark with somebody on a first date, I want to challenge you that you need to work through that mindset. You need to bring that to God. You need to debunk why it's so important to you to feel that flame on a first date because I have a feeling you are getting rid of potentially amazing people for something that is pretty superficial. Now, I'm not trying to shame you or make you feel bad. I am just trying to call you higher because I believe that you can actually have a better experience with dating. I believe that you'll actually get more of what you're truly looking for if you start transforming this mindset. I've seen so many people break it off with incredible people that they would have been a great partner with because... There just wasn't enough chemistry there. And I understand why we feel this way. We are inundated with messages of chemistry from Disney. I know I love Disney, but I got to call it out from Disney, from the rom-coms, from mainstream media, from secular dating. We're told that chemistry is the thing that keeps you together. Chemistry is what you need, but chemistry fades. And 40 years from now, when you're saggy, when you've seen each other's worse, when your kids are out of the house... It's not, the chemistry is not what's going to keep you together. It's your faith. It's if you're moving in the same direction and if you complement one another well. And it's if you are both committed to do the work. JP also says this in that episode. He says, love is forged, not found. That's something that transformed my life when I heard him say that in 2021. Love is forged, not found. And that is the attitude we need to have as we are dating. So I encourage you. If you are going out with somebody that you don't have an instant spark with on a first date, give it a second date. Give it a third date. Just see what happens. And if you're saying no to people because you don't think you'd have chemistry with them, challenge yourself. Maybe challenge yourself next time to say yes. Is this an awesome person of the Lord? Do you know somebody who can maybe vouch for them if they're in your community? Say yes to them. You don't have to know everything. Just see how God surprises you. See how God surprises you. And even if your first date isn't the most amazing thing of all time, which spoiler alert, a lot of people's first dates are not the most amazing thing of all time. First dates can sometimes be awkward. People are working through their nerves. They're maybe bringing stress from their workday into their date. And there's a lot of things going on. Sometimes first dates are a little weird and that's okay. You gotta give it at least a second date. I always try to give it at least three dates and that's what I wanna encourage you to do. At least give it three dates. Start saying yes more. Challenge yourself and your mindset. Start focusing on other things than just the spark. Because I'm telling you what, I have actually tested this out in my life in recent years now that I've been dating in a healthier way. And it's been amazing. The guys that I had instant spark and chemistry with that I started dating, it faded. But the guys where I was like, well, this is a nice guy. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm really that romantically into him, but I'll, I'm gonna be open. Those are the guys, more often than not, I ended up dating for longer periods of time. So I want to encourage you to really work this out before dating. Remember that love is forged, not found. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. This was a very candid episode. Like I told you, I had very little notes written down, so I just went for it. So thank you for being with me. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the podcast, would you share it with a friend? Just text this link of the episode to a friend of yours. Share about it on social media. And if you want a great community of singles, first of all, come to our conference. We would love to have you. But outside of that, we also have an incredible growing and thriving Facebook community. You can find that going to facebook.com forward slash heart of dating and requesting to join our private Facebook community. I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you soon.